Greetings, fellow humans. This is Pat Callahan uh, from All White Tukey. You're listening to another great podcast on the Four Eyed Radio Network. Hey, Anna, do you like getting stuff for your birthday? Sure. What if you could get something every month when it's not your birthday? That sounds awesome. It'd be like a nice little surprise. I'm down. Well, what you can do is subscribe to a thing called NerdBlock. Okay, now tell me how it works. NerdBlock is you go to this, you click on the link that's uh, connected to our uh, podcast description right now. You click on that. And uh, you get to choose what kind of block you want, such as different themes as sci-fi, uh, video game, uh, horror block, uh, and also just random nerd stuff as well. They have plenty, plenty of things. So what you do is you subscribe to this, mm-hmm. and then every month, a nice little nice little birthday present shows up at your door with random stuff that you have no idea what's going to be in it. So I get a surprise birthday present every month. Every month. I'm down. Sign me up. You get a free t-shirt. You get a bunch of swag in there. And depending on the theme they do, you can get anything. Awesome. So, yeah. So just go ahead and click on that little subscribe that's at the bottom of our little description. Uh, Click on that and subscribe. We'll get a little bit of a kickback. And you guys get awesome birthday presents every month of the year. Woohoo. Nerd block. Kitties, this is it. It is time for another... I don't know why I say kitties. I just realized, like, kids should not be listening to this show, now that I think about it. Probably uh, not. If your kids are listening to Not Another Bee Horrorcast on the 4i Radio Network, you are a horrible parent. If they're not, <laughs> uh, I would say, 14 and older. Yeah. I would put it at 16 and older, because no. I don't want 14-year-olds listening to my ridiculousness no i don't i don't care i figure because 14 year old kids probably 13 year old kids would still be watching like horror movies and everything like that but um i was just trying to give it like the <laughs> genre what it is because i'm like look if they're already watching horror movies at that thing and i'm like really good horror movies like the old classic slashers that's true i mean they're they're already desensitized but true if they're that, not if that. they're really young and you're letting your kids uh watch this then you are a horrible parent well, if you're letting him watch this, then kudos, because this is a podcast, and I have no idea how you watch a podcast. Oh, but... I have cameras up. Oh, that's yeah. disturbing. Yeah, you should really start you know, dressing a little bit more productive. Well, I just figure I should probably keep my pants on more. Ah, you know, 
42 likes can't be wrong on the Facebook page. Well, 43 now. Thank you very much to Paul, because I'm, I don't know if he listens to us or not. But if he does, Paul, thank you. We very much appreciate it. But, of course, this is our another episode for Ghostbusters. The uh, newest movie came out, Ghostbusters 2016. Um, yes, this is a spoiler episode. Um, again, I'm going to say spoilers right before we start talking about the movie. Uh, we have a couple of things to get into before we talk about the movie, but just want to let everybody know that, yes, this is going to be a spoiler episode, so if you have not seen the movie and you want to go see it, when you hear that, when I go, we're talking about the movie now, spoilers, 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 this is going to be your cue, I would say shut off the podcast, go see the movie, and then come back. If you have no desire to see this movie and you don't really care, then just go ahead and listen through, but don't come back at me on Twitter and be like, you spoiled this movie for me, because I've not only just said spoiler within the first two minutes of this episode, and now keep saying it going on to the third minute of this episode so but before we dive into all that's great and good um we have some stuff to talk about such as anna i haven't seen the movie yet <laughs> anna has been fired from not another b horror cast i'll be looking for <laughs> replacements as soon as possible Rude. um no, I was going to ask how your week was, and you just literally just sandbagged Shot you down? Me. Yeah. I sandbagged you? <laughs> well, because shot me down, everyone. I get that every day of my life. Oh, um, But Not anyways. every day, just most days. Any day that ends with Y. But Anna, how's your week been? It's been awesome. Um, I'm trying to remember what I did this week. Well, honestly, Nothing. well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, we're, we're, we usually record this like the day before it gets released, but we we're have a little a, early. We're a little early because we did watch the movie. Um, actually, we saw the movie on Thursday night. Yeah, which was I, actually pretty awesome, especially because it wasn't super crowded. But I mean, I kind of wish it had been more crowded because it would have been nice to see like support for this movie. Because I was gonna yeah, yeah wait for all that. But it was it was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> other than that, though, I really didn't do much this week. I just kind of oh the week just. Um, started so <laughs> yeah no i was trying to think of like between like whenever we did our last show and now yeah so um uh, i went out to dinner oh that's family. right that's right your uh some of your family members have fam. uh birthdays yeah birthdays yeah. i have no idea why i'm talking like this anyways um, what about you? How was your week? Uh, my week just started. Uh, first day of work, 10 hours in. Just flew. Uh, the only thing I'm really excited about, and uh, I'm going to, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to take a page out of a podcast that we both listen to, Bizarre States, where they started begging uh, for items. Uh, I don't even want sponsors. I just, if someone could send me just a case of Ecto Cooler. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome right now. Because we wanted to do, like, mixed drinks with them and stuff like that, but I haven't been able to get my hands on it. And when I went to Amazon to go buy it, they have it, but in the pantry Prime box, and I don't have Prime. And then even if I know anybody who does have Prime, I don't know how much of the box I need to fill up, like how many items I need to get this shipped to me. So I'm just like at the point where I'm not going on eBay. I'm not paying a bunch of money for this thing. The thing on Amazon is like five ninety nine for a case of 10 I believe. Yeah. So, and at Walmart, it was I think it was like $3. Yeah, but I think those so. were the juice boxes. Oh, okay. Which either one is fine at this point, but I really like to get the cans because I want to keep one as a collector's thing and yada, cool. yada, yada. But, um, but yeah, so speaking of which, um, uh, one thing we were finally able to get our hands on. Yeah, that's pretty much been my week. Nothing too epic. Um, just pretty much that. So we did get our hands on, and we're going to open it up on the air. I did take a picture and send it off, but we did pick up 
Finally, we went to Walmart. So I am going to say Walmart definitely has them. Oh, I didn't know if you wanted to grab this one. Oh, yeah, I can. But uh, I didn't even know. I know there was the one, and you have the one that they've been advertising. Yes. Uh, it's the Twinkies Key Lime Slime um, Ghostbusters Limited Edition. And then there was also the White Fudge Marshmallow Twinkies uh, Limited Edition uh, for Ghostbusters for the Twinkies and stuff like that. So what Anna and I are going to do, uh, I don't know if you want to cut these in half. Well, uh, they're okay, so they are individually wrapped. Okay, yeah. so yeah, I say we just cut them in half because I probably won't be able to take. Yeah, because uh, we just got done eating dinner up. and I was yeah. all like, uh, so um, if oh, you okay, want to open it up on the side. Yeah, they have the side thing, so we'll do that. And then if you want to grab like a plate and a knife and three, two, one. Oh, well, <laughs> I didn't even have mine because you had oh. nails. So um, sorry. All right, I'm going to go grab the plate. That's fine. I'll try to keep people entertained with the uh, thing. Uh, So, yeah, so apparently right now I can't open a box. I have to go the opposite way. Here we go. Um, But, yeah, so, yeah, we're going to try these out and let you know if they're they're worth the uh, amount of time and effort we took to try to find these damn things. Uh, Just one. So, yeah, so. um, Oh, these are wrapped differently. Uh, Yeah, well, they're not fancy wrapped or... It had the stupid thing on the side, and I couldn't even still ripped it off. But um, they're uh, like this for the uh, the I, I like how I said they're like this. Like we have a video on us or whatnot. So in the for the marshmallow one, it's uh, it's not like the it's not the um, clear packaging. It looks like it's a tr- like the old school traditional like white packaging that just says Hostess on it. Yeah. So uh, it looks pretty it looks pretty it looks pretty dangerous. <laughs> Wow, that does look dangerous. Uh, yeah, so um, we might have to get a picture of these before okay, we. Okay, so this one is clear, so but you clear. can see the green. You coming can see out the, the green coming out of it. Every time I see like at the bottom of a Twinkie now, I just think of Wally whenever the cockroach like goes into the the Twinkie and uses it, it as a bed. I don't know. That why. is the greatest thing to say right now. We're about <laughs> to just dive in and eat some Twinkies. <laughs> Worst co-host ever. Um. There you go. I don't know if you wanna. Yeah, I was gonna just cut them in half and okay, everything. Okay. Well, I didn't know if you wanted to. Uh, I'll do it. I guess okay. then you're gonna have to keep entertaining people when I go no, to take the right. picture. No, that's all right. I'll entertain people and tell them about how amazing of a co-host you are. And wow, you really destroyed that box. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. Amazing <laughs> as a co-host you are, you just destroyed this fucking Twinkie box. You do not know how to open a Twinkie. No, that's not necessarily a bad thing, though. I mean, at least you were able to get to it. I kind of had to like do this weird like little maze thing to try and get my Twinkie out of the box, which is a very odd phrase to say. I don't know if anyone has ever had the chance to say that in their lives. But And now Steve is doing the ceremonial cutting of the Twinkies. Um, and one is exploding, apparently. Oh, is it just getting on the... Yeah, I was just can trying to get everything. So before I dive into this, I was going to take a picture of the Twinkies cut in half so everyone can see. Uh, I'll post this to the Facebook page and everything like that. And yeah, so one looks like has a marshmallow center, and the other one looks like has the key lime slime, as they're calling it. And yes. apparently my cat definitely wants Twinkies. He's <laughs> over here looking at it. Well, your cat likes pancakes, so <laughs> your cat is just weird. So yeah, so I'll get a picture of this. And then I'll post it in a bit, just so it's safe. You can safe. post so, it on the book. Which one do you want to try first, Anna? I vote the key lime. Okay, first. so we're going to try the key lime, and we'll see if this is worth everyone's little taste. So uh, without further ado... Cheers. Okay. Sorry. Well, I was going to go with traditional love. That's a big Twinkie. That is a big Twinkie. Not bad. Not bad. I've had better. I've had worse. And she's talking about ex-boyfriends. Oh! Stick the words right out of my mouth. Along with my Twinkie. Give it back. Okay, so that was the key line slime. Not bad, not bad. Um, definitely interesting. 
Definitely a new take. Yeah. And now this is the uh, State Puff marshmallow kind of ones, I guess. So I guess there's marshmallow in the middle and a bit of a chocolate frosting whiteness on top. I don't know. Uh, white chocolate on there the side. There you go. All right. So bottoms up. Oh, wow. That's a, <laughs> that's a diabetes. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Mm. Mm. I I'm think actually, I like this one better. I'm actually glad we cut those in half. Right? Wow. Holy crap. That's really sweet. Um, Damn. There we go. So, my cat really wants a Twinkie now. You need some water? No. (laughs) I got beer. All right. I have water and beer because I figured this probably would happen. Ah, that was a good idea. Um, Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Um, So, yeah. So, that was like um, one of the first things in merchandise, of course, with the new Ghostbusters movie and everything like that. Um, So, yeah. We wanted to give that a shot and taste it and And see how we did. Yeah. (laughs) And Toby tried to jump up and be like, where's the Twinkies? But um, so before we dive into this movie, I do want to say the album came out uh, Mm -hmm. on Spotify and stores everywhere and stuff like that. Uh, The album has some really good tracks on it. The only problem I had with it was there's too many different versions of the Ghostbusters song. Well, yeah, because there's... Uh, We played the first one that uh, opened the show because I wanted to try that one. And at the end of the show, we'll play the one that's been like the EP that they dropped out. But uh, going through the actual album, I'll actually pull that up real quick because I have my Spotify open. But... um, Oh, that's thank you, Spotify, for letting me <laughs> not do what I want to do. All right, cool. Well, Spotify. Well, awesome. I clicked on it, and it's all like something went wrong. <laughs> like, uh, thanks. Yeah, I was like, not no, that's not the album I wanted to go to. I want to go to the Ghostbusters album. Can we can we do that? Something went wrong again. Okay, cool. All right, we'll just. Uh, Excuse me. Well, I do know that the first version that you just played was the Fallout version, no. correct? No. No, that oh, was by it? a band called uh, Walk the Moon. <gasps> oh, I love that band. <laughs> that was like the worst Fallout you could say. That was the Fallout Boy one, right? And I'm like, no, it was Walk the Moon. <gasps> oh, I love that. You did not even recognize them. No, I didn't because I only know like one song by them, but I do. <laughs> You're not helping your case. I'd be I like, know. oh my god, I I I I, don't, I am okay. such a My I'm Little sorry. Pony fan or something like that, and then be like, what's your favorite pony? The black one. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Is there a black one? Hey, black pony lives matter apparently. So what? Black pony lives matter. I guess. I, I didn't. I was just making up a color. I don't know if there's actually a black My Little Pony. Um, but no, I've heard a couple songs by them, and I really liked all of them. I don't actually have their like album or anything yet, and I, like on Spotify or anything. But I haven't listened to music on Spotify in a while. Well, anyways, uh, since Spotify since Spotify isn't helping me in my logic right now, so yeah, the one the first version that we just played at the beginning of the show was by Walk the Moon. They have another one that's done by a female band. I'm sorry, I don't know the actual band name or anything like that because again i can't pull up the album right now uh then you have the one that came out that was the ep that was like the one was fallout boy and then again they have an they have another one that is from the original one at the end of the album so like you at least have four versions of this song on one album good lot and i was like take it back a notch all right like <laughs> they really want you to know they really want you to know who you're good. gonna call apparently yeah. and uh, that busting makes, ma- bus makes you feel good oh, oh so i listened to that episode of uh socially awkward where you went over like that one uh song where it's just like 
Busting, 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 Yeah, bustin', bustin'. yeah uh, my like brother. The remix or whatever. Yeah, my brother sent me that, and somebody edited a video of Ray uh, Parker uh, Jr. Uh, doing the Ghostbuster thing, but it was like this funny ass video with stuff, but he's just how like, let me sleep in your bed. Like, they edited like everything like so yeah. weird, and then when it got to that, it's just like. Invisible bustin'. man sleeping in your bed. Yeah, and, like, was... and then edited it to like say like invisible bed and ghost man. And just like, all it was just funny because it's, like... it's all like, uh, I ain't afraid to no bed uh, yeah. see if I can. but yeah so uh album's pretty good there is a song actually by um one girl who does uh, i believe uh ellen king if i'm saying her name right uh she does the x's and o's song i believe oh uh i don't know if that's her name or not I well it's know spelled e-l-l-e king ellie king ellie king so uh but yeah her this song i thought was pretty good especially for the movie it's got a nice little thing to it and everything like that so <laughs> But, um, but yeah, I mean, the album's pretty good, uh, other than having every single fucking band in the world does a version of Ghostbusters, which, <laughs> don't get me wrong, I like the song, but fuck, dude, like, <laughs> we get it. Bustin' makes me feel yeah, good. We, um, we, we understand. You so I did want to touch upon that before we dive into this. So uh, what I'm going to say again, so right now, you're at the 15, almost 16-minute mark, 60-minute mark, okay? Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Before we dive into this movie, I'm going to state that these are our opinions of the movie. We have not been paid off by Sony Pictures. If Sony does want to give me money, I'll take it. That's fine too. Uh, this is my opinion personally, and also Anna's opinion personally. Now, her opinion might be different than mine, and that's fine. That's how the world works. I'm just going to say, yes, I am a huge Ghostbusters fan. Uh, I did see this movie. And we're gonna we'll dive into all the stuff about it. So what we're gonna talk about, at least for me, we're gonna talk about the good. We're gonna talk about the bad. And we're, no, actually, I can't say that it's somebody else's thing. I actually came up with my own one. We're gonna talk about the yays. We're gonna talk about the nays. And we're gonna talk about the geeky. The geeky? Yeah, the geeky. The geeky. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't that great. Cute. But no, anyway, it's so, cute. The gays and nays and the geeky. I like how you said the gays, yeah, but I, meant I said to say the yays. yays. Yeah, yeah, we're here. So I like that, guy. that thing makes me feel good. Uh. Well, I guess on my side it would be butch, not gay. But anyways, um, but uh, yes, spoilers. But so, yeah, so this is the spoiler. Stop listening so, now. Uh, already we're gonna have to talk about the elephant in the room. With yes, there's been a lot of controversy with this movie coming out ever since 2014 about everybody being I'm not on board with this. Are we gonna get Ghostbusters? Are we gonna get Ghostbusters three? All that kind of stuff. And then up until this movie, before we even saw anything yet, there was still hatred for the movie. Um, I will say this. Whoever cut the two trailers. Who's, Did not do a who's, good job. Yeah, whoever's <laughs> job that was to cut these two trailers and put them together to promote this movie – fire that human being right now because they did not do a great job i mean they put a couple of things that were like okay but then like once you see the movie and where that stuff falls in you're like this is actually a lot funnier than what you showed me yeah in the trailer like i really didn't laugh at the, whenever i watched the second trailer in the first trailer i was just like what the fuck is going yeah, on yeah to me and it literally took like the only unfunny parts of the movie and just cut it together into a trailer i was like why would you do this well it it, it cut them all in uh, it out of context yeah like, okay, like so before you even know um uh kate um crap i'm gonna forget her name but i'm gonna have to pull up uh the imdb page and all that stuff uh here we go so uh but even katie uh mckinnon uh she played the crazy girl in the thing there's a part in the trailer where it's like she's wearing a hat and 
a wig and she's like, is this too much? Is this too much? And right off the bat, you're kind of like, okay, what is this? When that part happens in the movie, you actually know what her character's about. So, so it's you, actually so funny. So it yeah. fits. And you're like, okay. And like, that makes sense. And it yeah. makes sense. That's what I was saying. Like, we're all these different things um, with that kind of stuff. But I want to say, so Paul uh, Feige, I think his name is, is the director. Now, he's done stuff such as um, Bridesmaids, uh, Spy. Um, he's done a lot of stuff with Melissa McCarthy. So I've never seen any of those movies. This has actually been one of his first movies that I've actually seen. And I will say this, I actually might try. I actually want to check out Spies now because my parents said it was pretty good. Uh, so I was like, okay, um, you got great cast members, a bunch of you know people from SNL alumni. You got, uh, well, you have Melissa McCarthy, who's not an SNL alumni, but very funny. Uh, Kristen Wiig, uh, Kate uh, McKinnon, uh, Leslie Jones. Oh, I was just going to say, just to clarify, I am not a Melissa McCarthy fan. And oh, I bad. enjoyed her in this movie because I don't find like the physical humor funny for the most part if for if anything is just sort of like a painful thing for me so for me to say that melissa mccarthy was actually funny is a huge thing for me because she actually like she toned really, it down yeah she really toned it down and she really made it more intelligent humor which was awesome because i like it actually made her like actually like show her true like acting feathers basically like it really yeah. made her show her true colors and show that she can be funny without just falling yeah, all over the place and over. rolling on the on the ground and stuff like, like it that was awesome so they did a good job and somebody who actually really surprised me so the two people who surprised me the most in this movie was uh kate uh, mckinnon and uh chris hemsworth yeah chris hemsworth i did not realize he was going to be playing such a dumb character and it I'm, was painfully stupid and i don't mean like oh this character was dumb i mean literally he was straight up stupid and it was great because you see him being like thor and being this heroic person and then this, this is like a yeah a 180 turn for him just being this goofy kind of like and you don't see thor at all until he gets okay spoiler spoiler spoilers well, until yeah. he gets possessed yeah. So like, but he, until that point, he is so dumb and so like spacey. And even whenever he comes out of it, he literally just goes and I just love how he go, like goes and gets a sandwich, and then Melissa just grabs it out of his hand and throws it, and he like nods to like some person off the camera. And they throw the sandwich back at him. He catches it and takes another. I bite will out say of it. this. I That's don't great. know if anybody caught this, but him doing that, mm -hmm. Thor. Thor with his hammer. Oh shit! Yeah, I didn't even catch that. Uh, that's what I was like when it happened. I was like, "That is so good." Now, uh, like we said, we're going to talk about the the all the good stuff, all the bad stuff, and and the nerdy stuff. Now, right off the bat, uh, movie kicks off. Kind of almost starts out like the first one. It's like they're in this kind of museum thing. Now, we're not going to go from verbatim for verbatim. I'm just going to talk about like some of the stuff that really kickstarted for me. Yeah. And got the ball rolling. So I have to say that first opening sequence I thought was really well done. Yeah. It's a guy walking around giving a tour of this haunted like kind of museum, and then he kind of goes like, "Oh, we don't go down in this." He tells a story about this girl who basically uh, her rich father woke up one day, and I'm just going to give you the basis because I don't know what word for him for beta but uh this rich guy had this daughter he wakes up one day and wondering where his breakfast was because all of his servants and he came out of his room and he found all of them murdered and his daughter like had a hatchet and like murdered all of them so instead of bringing it to the public they locked her down to the basement until she pretty much passed on because he was like he was this noble like guy and he didn't want his reputation to be stained and they did do a very good job describing like how crazy this bitch was because they literally said that her father was quoted as saying i don't think god 
can make mistakes, but I believe he was drunk when he created the personality for my daughter. Yes. Like, which was just, and just the way that the line was delivered was so straight laced. It was great. So it's kind of funny. He shows him like this basement door where she was locked up and it's all bolted down. And he like opens the things like, this is where she was fed and stuff. And then he's all like, and then all of a sudden you see like this, uh, this, um, candlestick, candlestick, like fall off the table. And everyone's like, Oh, Oh. And then what I caught was kind of and funny. And he just was like, okay, everyone come this way. Yeah. Maybe avoid the door. Avoid the door. Yeah. Uh, pans towards the end of the day. Uh, he gets up, he picks up the thing, and he realizes it's kind of like a remote control thing where it flings off himself like he can control. So I was like, oh, that's kind of clever. But then all of a sudden, the door opens. The door opens. And he starts freaking out, and he tries to leave, and it's building. And like he runs down to the basement, and he realizes I shouldn't be here. And you kind of see all this stuff erupting. A little bit of ectoplasm is coming. Slime is coming up from the thing. And he like he's holding on for dear life because the staircase breaks. And all of a sudden, you see like the blueness coming from this ghost. And it literally starts it off like it did in the original one, where the librarian's freaking out. And then she runs down the hallway and goes, ah! And then sure enough, that happened. I'm not going to lie. This is when I had a grin on my face. And any th- any doubts that Enjoy I joy in your heart. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> any doubts that I had about this movie, which I really didn't, I was just kind of like, let's see how this goes. Pretty much disappeared at that moment where that happens. The Ghostbuster symbol comes up, and they start playing the soundtrack. And I'm like, I'm in. You guys yeah. have me. You guys have me. That was a great beginning. I I definitely agree. Um, um, but yeah, at that point, I was like, you know what? Any reservations are that I might have had left over out the door. So. But um, yeah. That was I thought that was really awesome, and then uh, it takes a little bit. You get to n- know the new characters, and what I liked, uh, I will say this right off the bat: all the four new characters, they are not relatives of any of the actual Ghostbusters. They are not. Um, they're not trying to play any of these Ghostbusters. They're their own, and this is the joke I like. They're their own entity. <laughs> um, this movie is entirely new beast and everything like that, and it it works for this movie, and it's great. So. One thing I have to say, so one of the things that really touched my heart in this was everybody has a cameo. Yeah. All original Ghostbusters have a cameo. And I know what you're thinking. What about Harold Ramis? Harold Ramis has a cameo. And you called it, too. Yeah. Because you said, it, I, since Harold Ramis passed away, it would be awesome if they just had a bust of him and, like, a science center. And sure enough, at this, the university where, I don't know the girl's name, but where the, uh, like, the smart chick was. Uh, Kristen uh, Wiig's Kristen character. Wiig, yeah. Kristen Wiig's character. Dr. Where she was Aaron working. Gilbert. Yes. Aaron Gil- at Aaron Gilbert's university, that you actually see a bust of Harold Ramis in the hallway. And it was very sweet, and I almost teared up at that moment. So that was very cool. Um, everybody, I think, had a really good cameo in this as well. Um, but like I said, so you kind of get this you get this thing where all of a sudden uh, Aaron's character, she's basically going to be teaching this huge lecture. She finally got her own. She's almost at getting tenured pretty much at her uh, Columbia University. And she's excited, but then she finds out this guy comes up to her going like, hey, this place is haunted, yada, yada, yada. And she's like, what are you talking about? I don't believe in this stuff and things like that. And she realizes her, her old friend, Abby, uh, put a book on eBay – no, put a book on Amazon. That they wrote together. That they wrote together, and her name's attached to it. So now she's like, oh, no, i got to go and try to you know, pretty much get rid of this, have her take it down because it's going to pretty much ruin my reputation at this point. So this is where the two old uh, friends, I guess, kind of come back together. Which is kind of cool because you can kind of see that Aaron's kind of like, I believed in this stuff at one point or I thought this was a joke. It's like I'm really trying to be serious about my job right now. And you can see like because literally they're at like a really shitty technical school. It's literally like MCC almost like it's just a yeah. crappy little like college that barely is accredited. <laughs> uh, then you run into uh, her new partner, which is played by um, Kate 
uh, Katie McKinnon, and it's just uh, she's just. I'm trying to find her name, which who she played in that movie. Hold she's on. She's so a Holtzman. She's her name is Jillian Holtzman. They always refer to her as her last name Holtzman, yeah. and she is just. She's ridiculous. She's she's batshit crazy, and I love it. Um, <laughs> she does so many great things in that every movie. time she has like every different scene she's got. Her hair is in a different way, but it's always just insanely ridiculous, and it looks like she stuck her finger in an electrical but, socket. But like uh, Matthew and I <laughs> talked about a little bit on the show. We didn't give away any spoilers or whatnot, but we talked about what we liked about her is like you can see how crazy she is. Like basically how I put Holtzman as is, and I'm not comparing the two. I'm just giving you these kind of ideas. So Holtzman to me is their Egon. But yes. she is the Egon that has just lost it, opposed to Egon, who was very low-key and very deadpan. And they were so far between each other, it made sense to why Egon was able to develop all these cool equipments. And this is why she could develop all this cool equipment. Because, because she... they're on completely different ends of the spectrum, but they're still at the same level of genius. Yes. I think that she's probably... She probably tried to do the same experiment of drilling a hole in her head, but she succeeded, probably and succeeded. that's why she's psychotic. <laughs> probably. That would actually have been a really <laughs> funny callback. Um, yeah, a lot of great cameos in this. Michael McDonald's in it at one point. Uh, he has that scream, you know. That's Oh, yeah. That, that, <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that's um, great. Well, yeah, without trying to dive into too many things. So, of course, they get back together. They go witness this ghost in the thing, and... I know. I was really skeptic. I know Matthew and I talked about it. Like I was like, I don't know how I feel about these neon ghosts and everything yeah. like that. But as soon as the movie started and how the feel of the movie was, I was kind of like, you know what? I thought all the ghosts – like a lot of people I know were bitching and complaining about the CGI. Hey, look, if the CGI sucked for you guys, it whatever, I thought they looked great. I, I would say the only time I kind of had a problem with the CGI is the main ghost, but we'll get to that. In a yeah, minute. we'll get to that. Like so, I said, there are some – like I'm not saying like this movie yeah, is – Yeah, it's not like the most amazing CGI effect there ever, are, but they, well, it's did, not even that, they but, did a very good job with it. I mean so. like I said, there are some parts that I did not like about the movie, but I'm not saying like does it hurt the movie a lot? Not really. No. So like I said, so it's kind of cool. They kind of figure out like, hey, we're going to be able to catch a ghost. We're going to be able to do this. Um, so they put all their stuff together. What I like about it is like they constantly kept building their proton packs throughout the movie, which I thought was really kind of cool. So when you first saw the like the gun, is this huge gun wired to this huge stuff? Really yeah. didn't work that well. And they're like, okay, you know. And there was like, I like that. Hey, can you hold this? Oh yeah, why do I have to hold this? Because you have the longest arms. Uh, like it was yeah. just stupid stuff like that. But I like where she's all like, oh, what did she say? How's your? Oh yeah, how's your iron level? Oh yeah, she's like, I don't know. Hey, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> you know, like, and you can see like there's this huge battery pack that uh, Holtzman has that is just like this is dangerous. Like this is, and what I kind of liked about this was like. Like with the ghost, the original Ghostbusters movie, like they kind of already had all their shit put together. Right. And then when they went to the hotel room, they're like, oh, no time for a field test. You were kind of like, like at that time you kind of accepted. But nowadays I'm kind of like, yeah, don't you think you would try to test shit out before? And now, well, yeah. You kind of jumped a, into stuff. Yeah, I thought it was a very nice touch that they literally had like the very first proton pack essentially was literally on it like being dragged around on a cart and then they literally had to like slim it down figure out the right proportions and i love that whole little montage thing that they have where they're trying to figure out like the right amount of power like how to hold things like she's like brace your brace your leg yeah. and they're literally shooting her up in the air well but... yeah what i liked about that is holtzman's all like as soon as like everything was going wrong with the first like version of it she's like okay we're gonna have to slim it down we're gonna have to make it more uh you know movable like yeah. mobility like she started just racking up all this stuff. You're kind of cool. And that's what I actually kind of like, like 
you kind of can see the proton pack in every scene when until it gets to the end where it's this final completion, like yeah, what it looks like. Yeah, you can kind like. of see like Holtzman's mind working of like. And how it's kind of cool. Better, like there's a part where it doesn't have like this coolant thing on it, and they put it on it then, and like even the guns, if you notice, like when they pulled it out, it had like this real trigger button. It wasn't until it's like towards the end of the movie where it actually started looking like the proton wands and everything else that you're used to. And I'm like, that was kind of cool. Cause literally there was like wires just sticking out of the thing. I'm like, yeah. this was actually kind of cool to see like the building stones of everything like that. And I'm kind of hoping where I don't want to get there yet. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> but of course, uh, of course, as soon as it starts happening, a ghost video gets posted online and one of the greatest actors of our time, Bill Murray's cameo comes in. Uh, he plays, which is so weird with him. He plays a guy who doesn't believe in ghosts. He thinks everything's faked. I'm trying to find who he. he oh, here we go. He plays. Uh, he plays Martin Hess, uh, <laughs> and he was very good at it. Very. And I love the hat that he wore the entire time. Uh, just everything about him in that movie. But was I will say so this: great. this Ghostbusters movie finally gave him what he wanted. Yeah. They killed him. Did they actually kill him? Yeah. When the ghost, like when the when they capture the first ghost he wants to see, and it comes out yeah, and pulls yeah, him yeah. out the thing, it drops him out that window, that two story window. I didn't know it actually killed him. I thought yeah. it was just like I'm pretty sure it killed. I mean, if it didn't kill him, then cool. But I mean, because he actually wanted to do that for Ghostbusters three, where he actually gets killed off but comes back as like a ghost and tries to help him or some of that. I mean, again, Ghostbusters three oh. had so many problems. That's why it never got off the ground. Uh, we'll get into. I'll talk about that on the last episode where I go hit a bunch of other stuff. But um. Yeah, a lot of people in it as well. Um, but yeah, I want to talk about that one because we're going to hit everybody's like cameos because they all come in at certain points and are all very well done. So cool part is they go to an Ozzy Osbourne concert Yes. to go catch their first ghost. And that's oh – my God, they had so many good things in that. So that's that weird like – that kind of ghost thing everyone's been seeing. Yeah, like, and in the also previous. the lead singer was also the voice of Slimer when they come across Slimer. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> another the, cameo. Another cameo. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne's also in it. Yeah, at that he's point. just like Shane. Oh, that's great. Uh, but a really cool thing of what's going on. There's this one character who pretty much is the bad guy in the entire um, oh movie. I'm so dumb. I just realized they essentially had like a gargoyle ghost or almost a bat ghost at a fucking Ozzy Osbourne concert. There you go. Maybe it was the bat that Ozzy put the head off of. Oh, and it, it came turned back into for... a gargoyle. gargoyle. It came back for revenge. It came back for more. Um, I'm trying to remember <laughs> this like, actor's... Again. I'm trying to remember the actor's name who played kind of like the bad guy. Um, 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 or not the or his actual character's name. The mayor? No, or... not the mayor. Not the no. The actual bad guy. The oh, guy oh, was... oh, oh, oh! Yeah, the 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 bellboy guy. Yeah, the bellboy guy. So what I want to touch upon this, which I thought was kind of cool, instead of it being like a weird, crazy entity thing, he basically like started leaving these little um, devices around New York to kind of build like to kind of build up the um, activity. Essentially. I'm trying to figure what they call it, like psychokinetic. Uh, like build up the charge. Well, building up a charge for these certain points in the cities, which we'll get to. But I'm trying to remember, like an act, like basically a ghost, like builder up or whatnot. Um, it's sort of like a ghost trap, uh, like concentrating the the spiritual energy to try and cause the ghost to manifest. Yeah. Um. But of course, when they go down to, uh, we're skipping all over the place. But I just, I'm trying to like hit stuff, but not also just like do the movie verbatim and everything like that but i mean really kind of cool idea instead of just going about where it's like this apartment building it happens to be this you know thing for you know gozer and oh, all that stuff i almost forgot yeah, go ahead another great cameo was dopender from deadpool oh yes that's right uh we're gonna see his a name lot of is them. karen sony karen as so- benny as benny okay 
Oh, he was great. Neil Casey that as uh, Rowan North. Rowan North. Okay, so Neil Casey, he did a phenomenal job. I kind of liked it. I liked his character because it was kind of this cool thing because they have this really kind of cool twist at the uh, towards the end of the movie uh, where they go and find him and they find out that he's putting all these points together to pretty much make this huge kind of like uh, ghost portal in the center of New York um, kind of thing. Uh, but I wanted to, before we get, yeah, that was what, before we get back. So the concert thing I thought was great because they split up to look for the ghost. Uh, cause I got a call there and everything that, and I just like Patty. So, um, Leslie okay. Jones was great because she walks into this room, like she hears something, walks into this room, is a just shit ton of mannequins. And she goes, oh, that ain't creepy at all. Yeah, she's all like, uh-uh, like I am not going in here. And like literally leaves. Starts walking down, and then all of a sudden, from our perspective, you can see like One of the, You can see a mannequin turn its head. And the second that happened, I was like, oh, fuck no. Yeah, that's why like it turns oh. its head and follows her. And then she turns around and she's like, you weren't there before. She goes, I swear to God, if you start talking... I'm going to be pissed. And then it just looks at her and then she's like, she's like Oh, hell no! Oh, get me away from this ghost! And like literally shuts the door. Uh, that was oh, like, and then it freaking, it busted through the door that she closed and yeah. like, it, they were like trying to talk to it and they're like, oh, hey, it's okay. And it looks, it literally looks angry. Oh, yeah. I was like, Oh fuck that! Like, ugh. and then like they they just start blasting it. Uh, then it takes off and they catch it in the concert thing, which was kind of pretty cool. Uh, that's another part I liked about that. So they they do that huge cool like concert thing. They're shooting that. Everyone thinks it's a light show kind of thing. They catch the ghost. They put it in the the box. That I love is Holtzman is so excited. She steals one of the lead guitars guitars <laughs> and just breaks it, it. Hands it back to me. She's like, yeah, I have no money to pay for that. Uh, <laughs> and she just walks. It just walks away. And it's just like great. Um, Although I will say like. I freaking love how uh, Leslie, I can't remember her last name. Oh, uh, Leslie Jones? Yeah, Leslie Jones. Like, she ends up with the, the oh, yeah. ghost on her shoulders, like, literally perched on yeah, her I'm... shoulders. And they're like, uh, le- they're like, uh, you have it, Patty, you have it. And she's like, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I'm going to go home. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm tired. And she turns around, they're like, but Patty. And she's like, I don't want to hear about yeah. it. I'm trying not to piss off the ghost. Yeah. <laughs> like, and she's like, I know I'm trying to leave. So but like, when she starts to leave people. and like those people, this girl yeah. like pulls out a selfie stick and like takes a picture with her. And she's, <laughs> she's just like, like, really? Yeah. Really? Um, <laughs> Great. So it was kind of cool to see that. And then you got to see like, uh, you know, the mayor comes in, they kind of tell them like, Oh yeah, we have national security looking all over these things. You guys could keep doing your, 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 your activity. Just, keep it under wraps which like. is another great thing because the mayor is actually he's in the godfather yes um like it's just all these ridiculously good actors were in this movie even for just like bit parts so i don't understand how people could not like this movie. well like i said but anyway so when they finally find uh you know where they're tracking down the actual guy oh tywin lannister was in there too yeah oh that's right yeah he played uh christian wiggs uh, boss in the beginning and stuff yes. like that also the guy who's on the tonight show with jimmy fallon he's the announcer guy he was the guy in the community college which is how he's like i, I didn't even know, know. know your department still existed yeah, so like can we have money up. no you can't have money oh wait hold on let me find your money uh he just starts flicking them off and everything. <laughs> I, yeah i forgot about like that's what i say there's so many good parts of that movie that they went in like a completely different direction than the original and stuff like that so it was great um so basically, once they find out like shit's gonna hit the fan, uh, they stop the one guy, but he kind of kills himself. Andy Garcia, I'm sorry, that was the name of the Andy mayor. Andy Garcia, the mayor. And he's in uh, Ocean's Eleven uh, and Twelve, and I think Thirteen as uh, Terry Benedict. Yes. So, anyways. But yeah, so they find you know uh, Rowan North, uh, Neil Casey's character. Uh, he kills himself, 
in this like reactor kind of thing where you kind of saw like a bunch of ghosts like trapped in mirrors and all this kind of stuff which was really really freaky but it was great whenever they track this guy down and they go into the hotel the receptionist there's the receptionist yes is uh oh what's her name um she's the receptionist annie potts yes gorgeous lady and she literally answers the phone and she's like or no she turns around to them she goes what do you want yeah what do you Uh, want Just uh, great. And she was on the phone and she was like, oh, I'm very sorry to hear that. Let me give me one moment. I'll put you on hold and I'll connect you to someone who actually cares. Yeah. It just hangs up the phone. <laughs> so uh, great. But yeah. So. um, So, yeah, they go down to the basement. He ends up killing himself. And then they find uh, Abby's and Aaron's book that they wrote. And that's where he got yes. the idea for all their technology, because every time they kept finding pieces, they're like, this is kind of like the stuff we're building. Like what's going on with this thing. So then they kind of get arrested and kind of put to rest going like, Hey, you guys aren't like, they don't, they get a fake arrested. I should say. Yeah. Um, Cause they technically didn't even go to jail or whatnot, but basically the mayor goes like, everything's fine. We found the culprit. Everything's good. And everything like that. And then it turns out like uh, Aaron uh, is going through the book and there's all these notes that the guy made and drawings and, and drawings. Stuff, and then you yeah. find out part of his plan was to kill himself. And then he was going to come back to restart the machine because he would be a ghost at that time. So he'd be able to, and I he guess would be powerful enough, powerful to be enough. So able to possess someone and cause the mirrors to break. Yeah. So what was really kind of cool. So she freaks out. She goes like down to the mayor office trying to, you know, convince him like we have to get everyone out of the city that actually, so that part in the trailer that they show where she's like, get out of the city. She's only, I literally thought it was going to end there and they literally drag her and she takes the table. She's pulling the table with her, with the tablecloth all the way, all like, the way out outside, of the restaurant. Which I thought was great when she's running down the street. You can literally <laughs> see her with a tablecloth. She throws it to the side. Yes, at one point. so funny. So I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, so then uh, the girls get whiffed of this because, uh, boom, explosion happens. Crazy ghost stuff start popping out of where. That's where a really cool act, I think, comes in where you have a lot of ghosts flying everywhere and there's all this stuff going around, pandemonium and um, all this kind of crazy stuff. So the three girls... Well, initially, uh, a go- uh, the ghost of the guy who killed himself comes out of the sink oh, and right. possesses Melissa McCarthy's character. And so then she starts going around and smashing all the, the guns and stuff. The girls freak out. And it tries to throw... Uh, uh, the, uh, Holtzman. It tries oh, yeah. to throw Holtzman out of the window. Uh, and then Patty grabs her. And it's so funny because even possessed, Patty is able to just beat off a possessed chick with one hand and hold on to Holtzman that's, with the other. That's like, what I thought was really kind of cool about Leslie Jones' character. And a lot, a lot of people like, she's not a scientist. I really did like her character in this because she was like a real New Yorker. She knew so much shit. And like, not just like, oh, I know how to get that. Like, she literally knew like history. Yeah, Like, that she was, was cool. busting out a bunch of history stuff, which I was like, that's kind of cool that they put that in this kind of a character. But yeah, that part, I totally <laughs> forgot about that because she was literally like, she goes to throw <laughs> Melissa, uh, Abby's character down, who's possessed, and she's literally just floating there. And you could just see like she's trying to pull Holtzman up she's doing and then she just looks over like oh hell like come on like yeah, she's just going, oh come on <laughs> you know kind of thing so um but yeah that whole little like spat scene yeah was great and like, then they finally get the ghost out and then uh uh chris uh hemsworth character yeah. uh kevin uh which we didn't even touch upon a lot of him he is so good in this movie like he literally uh he becomes their secretary yeah. but like whenever he's auditioning quote unquote like he's like oh yeah i have some you know pictures if yeah you guys logos wanna, yeah i have some logos if you guys want to you know take a look and they look at it and it's like a ghost with like huge boobs and he's like 
Uh, they're like, it's like, I don't know if this represents, he's like, I can make the boobs bigger. Yeah, he's like, well, I can make the boobs bigger. And then, like, he has another one where it's just, like, a hot dog, like, yeah, up in the air, and, and then a house. house. And they're like, I don't think that this one's for me, for us. And he's like, no, it's for you. It's, you know, the, the hot dog is floating, so, it's you know, like it's being held by I, a ghost. And then I and totally, like, oh. and then I totally forgot about the one that he does the ghost one, then he clicks over, and it's literally 7-Eleven. Yes. Logo. And they're like, I think that's already taken. It's like, what, 711? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no, 711. He's like, no, this is 711. It's a different, like, It's look. a totally different. Yeah. yeah. And I love how he's, like, talking and he, like, rubs his eye through his glasses, oh, like, yeah. frame. And they're like, uh. Do you, wear, do you not have lenses in your glasses? He's like, oh, I did, but I took them out because every time I went to go rub them, I would always get them dirty. So I, I took them out. And you're just he's like, like. He's like, well, they got dirty, so I took them out. And also now I can, you know, just reach through and scratch my eyes. And I love how, like, he like something is loud and he like covers, oh, yeah, his, he covers eyes. his eyes like oh that was loud like <laughs> he's just like so ridiculous weird. in this movie but they're, oh and they're like they're trying to like train him how to be like a good secretary and like um oh that was another thing like he answered the phone one time and he was like trying to say what the the name of it was which i can't even remember oh yeah they're, they they had a different name for it and then he just picks up and goes ghostbusters what do you want like and he's like ghostbusters and then he just like he's just hangs up the phone and just like whew, did not want to be a part of that conversation <laughs> yeah and like another time like they're trying to like she uh he brings coffee over to Melissa McCarthy, and Melissa goes, is there sugar in it this time? And he takes a drink of it, spits it out all over, like, back into the mug and, like, all over Melissa McCarthy's hand. And he goes, yeah, no, I, I hate coffee. And he's like, but, yeah, there's sugar in there this time. And just walks away. Yeah. And Melissa's like, uh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, so his character gets possessed. Uh, he leaves. He goes back to, like, you know, the hotel where everything was and starts up the – you know, generation thing. So basically, hell's all breaking loose. And what I love is Kristen Wiig is trying to get downtown, trying to get to Chinatown back to the Ghostbusters station. Yeah. Uh, which I totally forgot to gloss over that. When they first were looking for a building to start their thing, they actually go to the firehouse. And then they find they find out the price was like 12 was it? Was it $12,000? Yeah, $12,000 a month. And right when the realtor says that, Christian Wade goes, you stupid bitch. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean like, like, because her character is so like very soft spoken, very low key, very like, it was just like the funniest thing where she's just like, you stupid bitch. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean for it. That was like the first thing to come over uh, her mouth or whatnot. So they ended up going to like a, above a Chinese food restaurant. So she's trying to get down there and there just comes this cameo, which to me, I thought was my favorite cameo just because how well delivered it was. But yes. uh, it's a cab driver that shows up and it's Dan Aykroyd. He's like, ah, oh, where do you want to go? She's like, China. He's like, oh, I don't want to go down there. And she's like, we have to go. Like, and and he's like, no, I never around. go that far down to that close to Chinatown, blah, blah, blah. And, and she's like, really, it. we got to go. It's there. And there's ghosts going around. And he's like, no, nah, it's just a class three phantasm. It's not that big of a deal. And you're just like, wait, what? Like, how does a cabbie know this shit? It's just like the best, like, freaking cameo ever. I just, and he's just like, Oh, and then the freaking best line at the end, whenever he, like, just right before he drives off. All right, sorry, I just kind of rained on your parade there, my bad. No, go right ahead. I'm just going to let you have it. No, no, no. No, it's, go. It's go. yours. No, you 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 did did your part. Go right ahead. No, it's... So, it's, anyway, so, yeah, all hell's breaking loose, and then they get downtown. They have a good cameo with uh, another cameo, actually, is they show up in the road is blocked, and they have to move stuff. And in a hot dog thing, lo and behold, who comes out? Slimer. There you go. And then Slimer hijacks their car. Oh, yeah. Which then we find out Holtzman pretty much has, like, a nuclear accelerator on the back of the car. Yeah. 
And everyone's like, so we need to get that back because literally our little friend is driving around with a nuclear warhead uh, around New York City. So uh, they go chasing after him. Then they run down. They see like pretty much all these kind of like balloon like uh, what's it called? Like like the parade balloons. parade balloons. And they're coming down and they're shooting their proton packs at him. And it's kind of cool because you see them coming at them and then they keep popping, popping. And then the last one is the state puff marshmallow man yes and what i like about that it was kind of funny because it falls on top of them and he looks happy when he's falling too it's so cute he, so he's crushing them and what i love is they're all like i oh, don't know no, we're gonna get out of this and holster just goes this is exactly how i wanted to die guys <laughs> Forget <laughs> and you're that. just like what <laughs> uh aaron comes by and saves them and then they go down to uh I forget where they're at. I think it's back at the hotel. I think yeah. that's where everything's going down. So they go back to the hotel and they run into uh, the Kevin possessed. And then finally let Ke- he lets Kevin go. And this is where this was like, kind of like almost everyone's thinking like, oh, this was supposed to be the Gozer moment kind of thing. And not really. It was just like, he's like, Leslie's like, I want a cute ghost. I want something adorable. So he becomes basically their logo, which I kind of see what he's trying to do. Basically, haha, you created this, but I'm going to destroy everything now with like, yeah, your sort of like creation. turn it on you, yeah. kind of turn it on you and whatnot. Granted, uh, the ghost was okay looking. Like it looked pretty cool when he was big and angry and stuff like that, but it was still kind of like, you could have picked so many different things you could yeah. have done. Does it hurt the movie? Not really. Um, I would say it hurts a little, a little bit for me because now I'm kind of like, eh. But, I mean, up to that point, honestly, I find very, very few flaws with it. So, I, I mean, mean it was, it's not like, that big of a deal. Like I said, I know there was a one part that was kind of slow. And I was kind of like, okay, but then the movie picks up again and it goes, you know, and things like that. Well, it's not even that. It's just I kind of felt like they did a lot of, like, bathroom humor and sexual humor, like, right at the beginning to the point where I felt like it was a little bit over the top. But, I mean, once the movie actually got underway, I thought that it was fine. Um, But they did, yeah, so uh, they find out that if they pretty much get the car in this ghost hole, uh, with the nuclear accelerator, they could do a full, you know, protonic reversal, which I thought was a great callback. Yeah. Um. So they go ahead and get that going. They pull him in. He actually grabs Abby. Abby goes down with them. Um. Aaron jumps in. After Aaron her. jumps in after him, pulls her out, and then uh, it was kind of cool because then after like all that's said and done, uh, like Kevin, I like when he was unpossessed. He's like, oh, I help. We all help. We're all Ghostbusters. Uh, so like, no. Like, How did you help? And he's you, like, I got a sandwich. Yeah. He's like, what? He's like, well, I went to that shop looking for you guys, and then I couldn't find you, so I got a sandwich. And then I just like <laughs> Abby's like, no, no, you don't get. And she like throws the sandwich away. They's like, hey guy. And then the sandwich. That was like the whole. That's why I yeah. thought it was the callback to like Thor with that. <laughs> that was really clever. I didn't even catch that. That totally. Um, um, so what I really like is they're all at a bar. They're all like, you know, hanging out, getting this thing. And then the secretary of the mayor, who's was kind of like almost like the Walter Peck, but not as harsh. Yeah. Like she was kind of just like kind of it was more like she was really trying to keep like I don't need the mayor to get involved with this. I would say she was more closer to like the the anti or the 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 antagonist in the second movie. Okay. So where she's sort of like the mayor's aide trying to make sure that the mayor doesn't get any negative negative press because of it. So so I like when she comes by. She goes, look, everyone knows what you did with the city. Um, We want to help you. So we're going to fund you and stuff like that. Is there anything we can do? And then I really like that because they were able to finally get the firehouse. Yeah. And you get to kind of see them building the 
next Ghostbusters movie. Uh, gets even better, though, because uh, then the movie kind of ends with, you know, New York kind of thanking the Ghostbusters for yeah, helping Yeah, I thought them. that was a really, like, cute moment because, like, literally Leslie goes up to the, the, like, the roof and she's like, hey, guys, come up and look. And they go up and, like, literally, like, all these buildings are lighting up, like, thank you, Ghostbusters. We heart the Ghostbusters and stuff. And it was just really cute. And then what I really liked, though, is another cameo was, uh, so in the beginning of the movie, Leslie has her uncle. She borrowed a, you know, uh, a, a car hearse, from them, yeah. a hearse. And they hearse got wrecked so they need to get another one so then her uncle shows up is played by none other than ernie hudson <laughs> and i thought that was great he's like i'm de-. he's like what happened to the car and she's like it's gone it disappeared like she's trying she's to be like, like it's in another dimension yeah kind of <laughs> he's uh, like what do you mean it's in another dimension <laughs> and then i like it because he's like he's, she's like well can't you just double up the bodies he's like i'm not putting two bodies in like one car like it was he's like so i'm not gonna freaking stack the bodies yeah. like <laughs> So I thought that was a really kind of cool callback. And then I will say this. So the credits happen. Uh, stay for the credits. There's some goofy stuff in between there. Well, um, actually, there was one more uh, uh, cameo that happened with. Uh, yeah, it's during the credits. Oh, that is during the credits. Are we talking about the same person? Probably. Is it a female? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I credits. didn't realize that that was. Yeah, it does. The, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Stay for the credits because they have that goofy like dance montage with Chris oh, Hemsworth, yeah. and it's like the credits are going, and there's like stuff, and then. The one comes up that you were talking. Oh, the uh, it's um, Holtzman is talking to them about like you know a containment device yeah, containment, that she created yeah. for. Uh, uh, for the ghosts whenever they actually catch them. And then she's like, oh, yeah, and this is my mentor. And her mentor, mentor walks around the corner, and it's Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, she played a woman, I guess, called Rebecca Groin. <laughs> yes, which is great because she walks around the corner and she goes, this is highly unstable. <laughs> and then she's like, where's your like, where's your, where's light? your security yeah, light? Yeah, where's your security light? And then I actually thought it was kind of cute when they're like, security lights are for men. And that was the whole joke with when the trap is, when the light is green, the trap is clean kind of. Yeah. Uh, little callback so that starts going so definitely and what i liked about the credits very colorful yeah. very keeps you involved but stay to the credits because they do have an easter egg and this is where i say now when i give the rating and we'll dive into it but it ends and it's really kind of a cool part because they're all sitting there and uh patty's on this like kind of like tape deck thing and she keeps going back and forth playing like rewinding some of that and she goes hey guys w- uh, hold up hold up what, what do you got there and she's all like who is zool She's like, has anybody heard of Zool? And everyone kind of goes, no. no. And then it just ends. And I'm like, okay, you laid the groundwork. Yeah, got We me. actually will probably get a better sequel than we did with the second Ghostbusters, like everyone was complaining. Because like I said, I love that second sequel, but the movie really does fall apart. In the third the, act, yeah. In the third act. <laughs> um, so before we dive into <clears throat> likes, dislikes, and talking about uh, what we rate this movie... Um, First off, uh, we'll talk about IMDb. IMDb gave it 5.2 out of 10. Okay. Okay. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, on the other hand, gave it... They certified it fresh, which is weird because I... Oh, maybe that is certified fresh. Okay. Um, Is at 73%. Oh, yeah. So they actually gave it a pretty good review. Now, like I said, everybody... Made the decision about this movie. Now, the one thing that I did like, the review I gave it was, I saw Ghostbusters. It did not rape my childhood. I really enjoyed it. Um, In fact, yes. Can I go back right now and watch the original Ghostbusters and still enjoy it? Yes. Can I still watch this one and enjoy it? Yes. Because what I liked about it is, to me, it's the name and maybe the concept, but completely two different stories. Yeah. Two different where the where they went with theirs and what way with theirs. So, Anna, um, let's see. What are we going to pick? 
Uh, we did Twinkies for the first movie. Then we did the Statue of Liberty. Yes, for the second. Or Animatronic Babies for the second. <laughs> we had so many ones for the second. <laughs> jars of Slime, Animatronic Baby, yeah, there's Statue jars of, of Liberty. Slime. Yeah, there's a lot for the second one. Uh, for the third one, do you want to do Swiss well, Army Knives? Oh, that's a good call. So out of five, out of five Swiss Army Knives... And if people actually saw the movie, you know what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> what would you give this movie? I would give it a four out of five Swiss Army Knives, actually. So my, I think, again, my biggest complaint with the movie would probably just be, like, within the first, like, 20 to 30 minutes, I felt like there was a little too much bathroom humor. Um, one thing that I thought kind of, they... I'm hoping that they address it a little bit better in the second movie, mm -hmm. but it felt like most of the work just kind of fell on Holtzman to do. It felt like Aaron and uh, Melissa McCarthy's character really didn't do much. Like the uh, Abby felt like Aaron and Abby just kind of like sat around and were just like, well, "Oh, that's cool." Like, I mean, they did a lot of like the like the, the theoretical. Yeah, that's what I was stuff. gonna say. They. I, I... I would say, but then again, we didn't really get to sit down and read their book, which apparently you can get on Amazon. Yes. Which actually I might get if it's actually really, if it's a pretty good price. Um, like yeah, I kind of want to get it too as well. But like, yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, a lot of their uh, bill, all that kind of stuff did fall on Holtzman because it's like, yeah, you guys came up with the ideas and the development and stuff of like that, but she really was pretty much the brain putting everything together, which if you do think about it, in the original one, you had Egon kind of doing that and also Ray was doing that because yeah. Ray did put together the car. Ray did, like Holtzman, yeah, now that I think about it, she was the one that put together the car. She, she literally put together everything. And Patty awesome character i thought that they used her like knowledge of like the streets and like the history of new york just perfectly um i also thought it was very interesting that they referenced ley lines because that is yes. a huge thing and like um with like mythos and everything like that like that was really really amazing no, i think hear. i think they did a really they, they um, did what like harold ramus and dan Aykroyd did where they yeah they absolutely did they it justice did some they research. were very yeah they they, they did, were did very some research and they to, well not even respectful yeah. i meant they actually did their research and actually pulled out paranormal stuff like yeah and that, they that's about. what i was saying like they're very respectful to history and to like the paranormal community in general because they actually like researched their shit and so like actually like did things that would actually be a feasible situation um but i did feel like patty was a little bit too much of the like the comic relief um i feel like they pushed her a little bit too much but again, like, I mean, obviously, like, it didn't ruin the movie for me. And then obviously, like, I feel like that they could have picked a better um, ghost at the end. But yeah, but, I mean, I mean, I can understand where they came from, but it's literally just looks like a ghost with shark teeth. And yeah, like, it's basically <laughs> if you guys haven't seen the trailers and everything like that it's basically their logo. Uh, with a bow tie, and he just comes, comes bigger teeth, and yeah. becomes angry. Um, yeah, I, I would have to say I give it about four out of five uh, Swiss Army Knives. I actually was very surprised with this movie. Um, I, you know, I'm kind of glad I went into it how I did go into it. Um, oh, I'm sorry. And the fight sequence? Yes. Oh, that was so visually gorgeous. And it was so, like, it really gave you everything that you 
didn't get from the first one that you didn't realize it wasn't necessarily missing from the first one because the first one was a lot more scientific but it didn't like the first one didn't really have like any type of fight scenes and it didn't show you like them battling the ghosts or anything like that it just showed them like after they had already captured it and it was so so cool to see them actually like fighting through and just like attacking like taking on ghost after ghost after ghost yeah that was that was pretty cool um I'm sorry, I interrupted your review. Yeah, just uh, you four said, to five Swiss Army knives. And what was your favorite thing about the movie? You've already talked about it. So, oh, uh, did I? Yeah. Oh. Um. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, you really do need a new co-host. This is this, this is my podcast. life, kids. Uh, <laughs> I keep stepping on you. I I am the Holtzman of the network. I do all this work and. Don't get any appreciation. I'm sorry. Uh, no, like Holtzman actually got appreciation. Never mind. Um, I feel like I'm the patty of this network. <laughs> uh, no, you're fine. Um, yeah, no, I just really enjoyed it. And like I, like I was just going to say, like, I'm, I wasn't paid off by anybody. I'm not just going. And look, if you don't like it because you don't find the trailer funny, that's fine. I am not going to try to convince you. I'm not going to call you sexist. I'm not going to be like, these women are funny. Yes, these women are funny. I find these women very hilarious. Uh SNL and a bunch of other stuff they've done and things like that. But if you don't find these women funny, don't go see the movie. That's all I'm going to say. If you're on the fence about the movie, my idea is like if you want to see it but you don't want to pay that much money, go see a matinee. Go see it early in the morning. Pay about five bucks. See it. It's only going to be like an hour and like I think it's only an hour and like 16 minutes maybe? No, 46 minutes. What is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it is an hour and 16 minutes. Oh. Um, really not that long of a movie. I mean, honestly, before you know it, it's over and I was like, what? Like, I wanted more. But, um... Yeah, I thought that they did a really good job with it. So, I mean, yeah, and I know what everyone's thinking. Oh, it's a money grab. It's a cash grab. Uh, da, da. Okay, guess what, people? Every fucking reboot in Hollywood is a, cra- a cash grab, okay? <laughs> Let's put it this way. Hey, remember Spider-Man? Remember when that came out? And they did And they did three movies, and then oh, the yeah, third one bailed, and then what did they have to do? Oh, we're going to reboot this. Oh, that wasn't a that wasn't a cash grab. That wasn't. I know what you're going to say. Oh no, that's them trying to keep the rights and everything. That yeah, they did two movies after that, and they both failed apparently because Sony then said, "Hey Marvel, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Help us." Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Which honestly, I mean, I did like the second. No, and you're, no, that, I was I just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, apparently they okay. Yeah, no, movie, I understand what, what I'm saying, saying. When a movie fucking bombs and they pull the plug on it. Like, they were supposed to do that third... They set it up for that kick-ass third movie of The Sinister Six at the end of that second movie yeah. that we were never going to get to see because apparently the movie did not do very well. Um, so, like I said, people are going to do this. This is what people do. They Okay, I'll put it this way. It's been 30 years, almost 30 years since the second one came out. Okay? Yeah. And they finally did a Ghostbusters movie. I'm just excited because I got a new Ghostbusters movie. And like I even said on Socially Awkward, I was like, this is actually kind of a movie I wish I kind of had a daughter right now. And this would have been like, hey, I fell in love with the original one. This is something I could have taken her to. And maybe this would have been her movie. Like, oh, yeah. And her and I would have been like, hey, we have like a similar ground of something that got us into, you know, all this kind of cool stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't see what the problem is. And guess what? It's like, okay, Ninja Turtles. And Trolls is fine. Yeah. I saw the second one. Absolutely loved it. Again. So, yeah, I liked it. So, guys, if if you're literally going to pick out, like, the stupidest stuff not to see the movie, that's just dumb. I understand. If you don't like any of these actresses, and that could be it, you don't like the director, you could, like you said, the preview doesn't appeal to you and everything, that that's fine. I get it. You're not going to see the movie. 
then just stop talking about it. Yeah. Just because you're not going to go see the movie doesn't mean you have to go on Facebook or go on social media and blast about how terrible the movie is and how you refuse to see it because it's going to be awful and blah, blah, blah. If you're not going to go see it, that's fine. Don't go see it. I'm sick of people talking shit about a movie that they haven't even seen. Well, I'm just going to put it this way. I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was very fun. I want to go see it again. I want to see what other Easter eggs I have. And I'm a huge Ghostbuster fan. Now, is this movie better than the original to me? No, it is not. No. It is not better than the original. To me, if I'm going to rank Ghostbuster movies right now, this is number one is the original Ghostbuster. This is number two now. Yep. Number three is Ghostbusters 2. But I will say this. I have a feeling when Ghostbusters 2 comes out for the renew ones, the reboot version, that might actually beat out this one because of what they are setting up in their Ghostbusters universe right now. That would so be cool. So I'm excited and everything like that. But I am just going to throw this out there, kids. Yeah, I'll, a lot of people said, oh, I the new Star Trek movie looks like shit because of the first trailer that came out yeah that movie right now is rocking a 97 on rotten tomatoes damn let me also put it this way didn't the reboot come out of star trek and you all loved it but then they made the sequel and you all fucking hated it so everyone get off your eye horse put down all your fucking discrepancies and just go see a movie with an open mind trust me put down the twinkie and go see the movie with an what open what i'm mind. saying <laughs> is i'm trying to give everyone a really good bit of advice and i'm not trying to change your opinion this is for all movies for every single movie out there don't get your expectations up high i did that with spider-man 3 and was sadly disappointed oh i'm so sorry and it ruined my entire like thing for that because i was like i love that franchise i've started taking a page out of matthew renfro's book we call it fro life just go in and have a good time look if i went into saw ghostbusters with no expectation and the movie wasn't that great guess what it doesn't hurt me because yeah. i didn't expect anything out of it now if i go into that with that same attitude and i come out how i did pleasantly surprised and just like this was kind of fun i had a good time i got my money's worth so don't be so harsh on shit dude give things a chance have an open mind we're ready to believe you, you know. Be happy about it. Just be happy. But if you're not going to go see the movie, that's fine. I understand it. It's just like Pokemon Go. You're not going to play the game. That's fine. I get it. Just stop bitching about it. All right. And uh, I, <laughs> I know you brought this up to me earlier, and I thought that it was a very uh, mature way to put go about it. So with the uh, the angry... Oh, what's his name? Oh, uh, James Rolfe, the angry video game nerd. Yeah, the angry video game nerd. So he basically, he came out and he said, I'm not going to go see this movie. It doesn't interest me based on the trailers. It's not something I want to see. That's basically all he said. He didn't say, oh, this looks like a terrible movie, blah, blah, blah. He essentially just said, I'm not interested in seeing this movie, so I'm just not going to see it and I'm not going to do a review. That's totally fine. The ones that piss me off are the ones who are like, oh my god, I can't believe they're making this movie. It looks so terrible. I can't believe that they're doing this. You should totally just like, just completely boycott this movie when it comes out. Have you seen it yet? No. Well, then why the hell are you talking about it? I'll put it a prime example. Uh, Transformers. First <laughs> one came out. We all loved it. Everything after that, we're like, why the hell does Michael Bay keep getting to make movies? Yes. So there is a market for stuff, and people are going to like it. But like I said, just enjoy it. There's a plenty of other movies out there you want to go see, and that's fine. I'm not here trying to give a lecture. I'm just saying, like, if you're going to see the movie, if you're on the fence about it, uh, coming from me being a huge Ghostbusters fan, I would say you probably will go in. You'll probably actually leave the movie theater happy. You'll probably be enjoying yourself, and you'll probably be just laughing and having a good time and just going, you know what? It's good. It was fun. It was exciting. It was different. Uh, they didn't shit on my childhood. They didn't rape my childhood. Uh, yeah, none of that I, kind of stuff. So I will say this is the most respectful reboot I've ever seen. Like they were very 
they're very respectful of like the previous actors, the previous stories, and everything like that. So again, props to them. They did way better than I expected they would. But uh, yeah, so um, yeah, so that's our review of Ghostbusters. Again, if you listen to this entire thing and you were like, you guys spoiled the hell out of it, you're an idiot. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to try to bear the lead on that. You're fucking dumb. Um, if you did see the movie and you enjoyed it, if you agree with us, great. If you don't agree with us, that's fine, too. Um, tell us what you liked about the movie. Tell us what you didn't like about the movie. Tell us maybe where we'd like to see the movie go. You can follow us on Twitter, at BHorrorCast, or find us on the Facebook page, www.facebook.com uh, backslash NotAnotherBHorrorCast. Uh, you can also email us at uh, NotAnotherBHorrorCast at Gmail. Dot com, but don't put that first at that I said in the beginning of the email and everything like that. Sorry. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Uh, as you can tell, I posted a shit ton of all my Ghostbusters memorabilia things that I have right now. Uh, next week will be the last episode of our Ghostbusters run. We'll be talking about the video game, TV shows, uh, other uh, cartoon shows, other cartoon shows, and just a bunch of stuff and how this franchise pretty much blew up. Uh, during the 1984 and how it really hasn't really left a lot of people and stuff like that. And maybe where the future of Ghostbusters, you know, might go uh, some theories Anna and I might have on it and stuff like that. Um, After that, August, we'll go back to our uh, duly noted programming where we'll watch some movie reviews, get some guests on the show again, talk about all of our creepy news and things like that. But I just want to take this month because it was a huge milestone of Ghostbusters stuff just to talk about one of my favorite like franchises of all time. And what better way to do it than on a huge horror podcast, even though it's not really horror but oh well it is what it is uh anna do you have (laughs) anything else to add before we wrap this show up uh nope i think you covered it all oh get nerd block because nerd block is amazing and you get ghostbusters things with it so yeah uh (laughs) we have a bumper that goes on the front of the show that throw it out again uh but yeah uh, oh of course we're also brought to you by revenge lover designs illustrates and designs that fit your personalities for samples and inquiries please visit revengelover.com and also don't forget to check out if you want to buy some ecto cooler you got some amazon prime then you can actually do it but you go to the sasquatch.net click on that amazon banner and shop like you normally do we get a little bit of a kickback and of course like anna said if you check out our nerd block aka or horror block if that's what you're into uh there's a description at the bottom of our little uh podcast there'll be a link you click on that it'll bring you right to that page subscribe for any block that you want and we get a little bit of a kickback and every month you get some cool swag uh and yes like anna said there, there's some ghostbusters stuff coming up and a couple of the stuff for whether it's the i mean i've gotten a shit ton of ghostbusters stuff from uh nerd block in general so oh, yeah. definitely check it out um, yeah i think this month is like i think it's like the simpsons uh well, horror of the rings i think the horror and... block is I think it has some Simpsons stuff for the Treehouse of Horror. Oh, cool. Um, I know Nerdblock has Suicide Squad, Transformers, and I think like some Ghostbusters stuff in it. Um, they're all over the place. Arcade Block has some stuff from Mega Man. Uh, so, I mean, like whatever you're into, there's a block out there for you. So go ahead and pick one, subscribe. But if you go through or that link. pick all of them. <laughs> yeah, if you want to pick all of them. But if you pick that, we get a little bit of a kickback. You guys get some cool swag every month. Um, so I guess that's going to wrap up this episode of None of the Be Horrorcast. Uh, don't forget to follow all those links I just told you about. And until next time, kiddos. Carpe Noctum.
This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Uh.